and welcome to another episode of Block Talk, presented by Theater in the Now. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher so you never miss an episode. Leave a five-star review while you're there. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterinthenow.com for its news, reviews, and interviews. It was a jam-packed episode of Drag Race España. A reading challenge, snatch game, and a ball? These queens must have been stressed. But how did these iconic challenges land? We're here to talk about it. Parame. And joining me once again is the magnificent Lyra Vega. How are you? Hi. Um, I'm gay and tired. Happy Pride. <laughs> yeah, gay, gay and tired. Um, that sounds like the title of your memoirs. Uh, right. I mean, I'm really thankful that, you know, everything's opened up again now so this pride's turning into just like like a whole like extravaganza every day is a new thing but uh also sleep's a thing too so now <laughs> are you doing a different look for every gig or are you like going uh, through a cycle so i only really have like one like dedicated pride look like a rainbow look right now so i've been i've worn that twice i think i'm gonna maybe wear it one more time before uh sunday but uh mm-hmm. otherwise yeah i've been doing a different look every time and um, luckily, I was doing a lot of wardrobe building over quarantine, so I have a lot of stuff just been sitting around anyway that hasn't been worn out in public. So, yeah, nice. Be- Sounds like it's a fun, fun pride for you. It is fun. I'm like so thankful, and I'm like fully paying my rent just by entertaining. Finally, and that's the dream. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. Well, we have a little bit of drag news of the week for those who. Um, only listen to our España recaps and don't know anything about Drag Race Down Under. Skip ahead a little bit if you want to not be spoiled. But we have a winner of Drag Race Down Under. Kidamine is crowned. How do you feel? Um, full tea. I did not watch the final episode yet because I've been so busy. But I, I knew that she won because it was everywhere. <laughs> right. Um, my biggest thing that I was like thinking about, though, was that going into this, I was thinking that Karen from finance would be like the one to watch. And I was really just like mad about it the whole time. So I don't know. Yeah, it, it was a very interesting season. We'll, I'll be doing my recap um, this weekend to finally wrap it all up. But yeah, it was a very interesting season. A lot of riggery feelings for people. Yeah. Um, and will this be back for a second season? We're going to figure it out. But um, I am glad Kidamine won because she was, of the four of them, the rightful winner. Mm-hmm. Um, is Kidamine really someone who's going to be like a top tier winner in the whole echelon of drag race no but you know what she's kind she's sweet she's funny and she's camp and that's what we love about drag sometimes so congratulations to kidamine (laughs) but we're here to talk about drag race espana we were together for the preview podcast now we're here to talk about one of the episodes how are you feeling since uh we last spoke um I really like the season. I think it's super dynamic. Like the personalities are great. It's also really hard for me to like choose a front runner because there's so many strong elements to each of them. And uh, I don't know. I just love. I love how they sing all the time backstage. <laughs> I love yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, of course you love that. Yeah, it, it's a very interesting cast, and I feel like a lot of our predictions were right, and also a lot of our predictions were wrong. Yeah, which is kind of funny and exciting. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, who knows? Um, yeah, so it's it's been a really interesting season. Let's dive into episode four because it was jam packed. Um, everything was in it. Like literally, if you were to create like one episode of Drag Race with like the iconic challenges, this is what this episode would be. Mm-hmm. It was a lot. Yeah. Was it great? That's what we'll figure out soon. It's after the elimination. Inti has left the building, and the queens are still a little bit shocked. Um, it was a roller coaster of emotions. The safe queens ask what exactly happened because they were still a bit in the dark once Inti came back, started to undress. Carmen thought she was getting into a different look, which I don't think is allowed on like regular seasons. I know in the All Star seasons they can change into whatever they fucking want, um, yeah. but I don't think the regular seasons you can do that. So, how did you feel about the whole Inti of it all? Um, I was I was just sad that she chose to leave or whatever because I thought that her aesthetic was really interesting. As someone that's also like part indigenous, I thought it was a really uh, cool idea to like. I never thought about like, oh, I, I'm gonna my aesthetics like indigenous people like if they had been not wiped out and like what they would dress like in the future. Um, yeah. So I really like that perspective of her dragon. I'm sad that she felt like she wasn't getting judged properly, whatever. That was yeah. Now. Yeah, it, it, it's it's hard because like Poopy says, just accept it and move on. But it's right. it's it's not just like a bar competition where you quit and you move on and people will forget about it in a month. This is documented internationally for everyone to see, and it's yeah. going to be there forever. Do you think this will hurt Inti moving forward, or do you think enough people have respect for her decision? I think uh, I think she'll be okay. I think like she was such a, I think she seemed like a likable person. Like it didn't come off as like. Um, malicious. I, I I don't know. For me, it, I felt like it was okay. I, I I'm still a fan. <laughs> Would you ever quit a competition if you were being judged? How yeah, you didn't want yeah. to be judged? No, 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 no. I um, I uh, I'm luckily well adjusted at this point. I'm 30, so like maybe like 22 year old me would have been like that, and that's also her age. I think she's 21 or something. Um, but yeah. at 30, I am very confident what I do. I don't, I could take critique. And you just got to be graceful about it and like say, yes, nod your head and move on. <laughs> yeah, it's true. You say you're 30, you look like you're 22. So congratulations on that. Uh, hey, come on, Melvin. <laughs> SPF. <laughs> so Dovima thinks she's going to be in the bottom again to lip sync. Um, but it was a bittersweet freebie for her. She was not thrilled that she had to be up there alone because that's not how the game works. Yeah. Sagittarius also feels like it was a bittersweet victory for her, but the show must go on. Carmen reminds us that she was on the top, then on the bottom. Anything can happen at any time. And that's kind of been the theme of Drag Race España, where literally anything can happen. Um, and anything has happened. They're, they're a bunch of kooks. Mm-hmm. So the next day, the queens enter as part of the Drag Race España synchronized swimming team. It's ridiculous. Has there ever been a cast that has prepared all these so intricately? Like, I love these morons, but... Who comes up with this shit? I think it's genius. I think it's so fun. And it shows that they all have like respect for each other. And it's just like, they're all there to play. Like, I love that. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like for those who watch Big Brother when they do the eviction ceremony and like they go through the hallway um, and pass each other. Sometimes they do like weird handshakes or fist bumps or stuff, whatever. They they coordinate that. This is kind of the same thing, but um, synchronized swimming. That was a choice. It was definitely a choice because they not only just did that, they had the thing on their nose too, and they're all ripping it off. Yeah. And you're like, that's gross. But <laughs> hey, it's good TV. There you go. Right. Poopy is ready for an eating challenge. Bring on the chorizo and serrano ham. 
I will join you, my new best friend, Poopy Poison. Who, um, yeah, um, yeah. What it, what is what is your favorite thing about um, Spanish tapas? What, what what would you order? I well, I've been to Spain many times. I studied abroad in Madrid, and I've been there as a just visiting many times too. And uh, my favorite food actually is, is paella, which is like a big meal, but it's like the mm-hmm. Mexican food over rice. Uh, I love tapas in Spain because if you go to the right place, you get free drinks with each tapas. <laughs> I'm in- oh. Um, That's cool. A lot of food, a lot of booze. Um, but I love like patatas bravas, and I love um, what else do I love? I just love I love Spanish olives. I just yeah, I'm, I like it all. Yeah, but, uh, yeah that's my favorite. The seafood. So the alarm blares, and Supreme walks in wearing my favorite color. Um, she's wearing teal. I love this suit. My favorite of her four suits so far. Mm-hmm. Um, they are very loud. Would you ever wear those kind of? um suits i love i love a loud pattern i really do it's like some queens like dress very casual i mean right now i'm wearing a fucking t-shirt so so i'm being (laughs) but i'm also tired um but some queens like dress really casual as as a boy and then like glam up for drag i love even as a boy like wearing like fabulous patterns like super flowy blouses and shit like i love all that yeah yeah you 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 very you do have a very good sense of fashion. I always love seeing your Instagram story, which is always followed by your other accounts Instagram story, which is the same as the other one. Um, but you always have good fashion. I try to I try to do. It. I'm here for the people. So I have some people that follow me only one or the other. So I try to just. That's that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. But I just yeah. always love it. It's it's like the two of your accounts are always next to each other. I'm like. Instagram, you're doing this on purpose. <laughs> you want to make sure I don't miss Lyra Vega's uh, <laughs> stories. So Supreme gives us a poem about being green. I didn't get it. Maybe it meant something. I don't know. But it's time for the library to be yeah, open. It's the reading point. challenge. Yeah, it was weird. I don't, I don't know how that segued into the reading challenge. but <laughs> Yeah, I, I, maybe because it's a poem and they're going to the library. I, 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 that's oh, the best okay. I can do there. But the Biblioteca is open. Arancha gives us a breakdown of what reading is because I'm assuming there are probably viewers of the program who have not watched either Drag Race in general or just don't know what reading is. So she says it's to compliment your fellow queens, then turn it around into an insult that makes you laugh. Would you say that's accurate for what a read is? You know what? I actually didn't think that that was like necessarily the most... uh uh true to like form or like true to history definition of reading but i do think what she said is my favorite type of read um which is the yeah. backhand and then it turns into like an insult um i love that it's like a little compliment sandwich that's what i call it um but um yeah her, her definition was interesting i i mean i don't know how i would describe reading in a different way but i just never heard someone say it like that but i was like yeah that's i mean that's the kind of read i like it's better than being like you're fat and i hate you like that's Right, absolutely. Yeah. Now, I'm going to put you on the spot. Can you read yourself? Give us a read about Lyra Vega. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, wow. Okay, let me think of something really fast because this is on the <laughs> spot. Wow. Or you can um, pick one of your sisters. All right, here. Uh, this is a really stupid one. This stupid dad joke. Um, Lyra Vega, you think that you're quite a musician, but for me, it's a piano. <laughs> I like that one. That was good. That was good. On the spot. Now, it works now when, some, when, when you get on Drag Race, I hope someone, one of your competitors listens to this podcast so they use that against you <laughs> on, on the show. 
So the pit crew comes in and they are all thirsting over those men's like Sagittarius is literally licking her lips, like standing 10 feet away from them. I would be too, because they don't get, you can't bring fucking computers. You have no porn at home. You literally have to like use your imagination. So that's the only like men's is you're seeing in real life while you're filming. So it's like. It's true. And it's, it's not like they're like fully clothed. They're just wearing underwear. So I get it. I get it. I love that Supreme had matching teal glasses. That just made everything for me. And I also love that they each had their own glasses that they got to wear, um, which was, I guess, yeah. you know, COVID, because you don't want to share things. In the U.S., but sometimes, most yeah. of the time they just have like one thing, yeah. Yeah. Let's go through the reading challenge a little bit. I um, didn't write them all down because some of them were really bad. But we'll uh, go through some of the highlights, both good and bad. So we'll start off with Killer Queen. Killer Queen on Arancha. Your ability to imitate Hannah Montana should be changed to Hannah Nassiana. Please take off that hat and brush your hair. Okay, okay. She's got messy hair, I get it. Yeah. Killer Queen on Poopy. <laughs> You're so, 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 so old. Period. <laughs> Easy, simple. It's simple and effective, I guess. <laughs> Killer Queen is about to read Supreme, but she tells her that if she tell if she tells her she's old, she'll get her back. And it was a cute moment. She obviously didn't want to read Supreme because Supreme didn't want to hear it. So then we get Hugasio on Sagittaria. She goes, Aquaria, I mean Sagittaria. How does your brain get any blood flow after you remove your belt? I can't see any difference. Okay. Not not the best reader. I think if she just went Aquaria, I mean Sagittarius, ended right there, it was fine. Right, right. Bugasio then goes to Dovima. Um, I have to make a great effort to speak nicely about you, but you walk so slowly on the catwalk. When you walk out the door, they'll have footage for two episodes. That's okay. fun. That's, That's fun. good. That's good. Dovima's turn. She goes to Sagittarius. Your body spells female. Your face, oh man. <laughs> I don't think Sagittaria looks like a man. She looks like a very twinky boy who definitely could pass for it's androgynous. Because it's like so clearly just like being stupid. Like, <laughs> yeah. All fun. Jovima on Hugasio. The curtain rises. You show up with a look people actually understand. The curtain drops. The title of the movie The Impossible. I didn't really get that one. I think it was lost in translation. I think the Google Translate subtitles may have mixed that one up, but I, I wasn't quite sure how that one worked out. Yeah, it might have been a reference to something I don't know either, like a movie or something. I don't know. Yeah. Dovima then goes to Carmen. Miss Carmen Ferrala, or should I say Miss Carmen Plasticala? Okay, because she's, she's, she's full of all plastic. You get it? Yeah. Carmen goes to Dovima. For those who don't know her, she's got a problem for each solution. Okay, that was that. That's that's funny. That's that's a good that's one. Yeah. Carmen on Poopy. This show will finally shoot you to stardom. Let's hope you don't make it onto another show. But this show catapults you far, far away. Okay, not bad. Go away. Yeah. yeah. Um, Sagittaria on Dovima. Don't move. The filter might disappear. That's that funny. was good. That was that was really that good. Of, um, whenever I see uh, <laughs> Monet Exchange go live, she always has like a subtle filter on. And uh, uh, she always insists, no, I don't have a filter on. What do you mean? And everyone's in the comments like, girl, you moved your face and your nose shifted. What are you talking about? And like, <laughs> it makes me laugh so hard because like, Monet Exchange refuses to admit she uses filters in her lives. And it's like, no, girl. Have a That's filter. funny. 
That's funny. Sagittarius goes to Poopy. From here you look. Never mind. Okay, okay. Subtle. Arancha. I'm really happy Drag Race was able to get Killer Queen and Carmen Ferrala to work together, and we can get Killer's padding into Carmen's lips. Okay, good, yep. good, because she got big. She got got big padding for the lips. Yeah. Arancha on Poopy. I'd say something about Poopy Poison, but my mom always told me not to make fun of old people, so I'm done. Okay. <laughs> very good, very good. Poopy's turn on Dovima. I'll try to roast you at the speed you can digest it. Okay, okay. And then finally, Poopy on Carmen. I love it. You're an eternal artist. When you pass away, little pieces of you will float away in the Pacific. That, that was good. Fun. That was good. And it was so good, the winner of the reading challenge is Poopy Poison. She wins a new hip. No, 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 kidding, kidding. She uh -huh. actually won a pack of underwear and swimwear from Addicted. The underwear yep. we see on our pit crew. Um, yep. I don't know if I would like to see Poopy in said underwear, but congrats, old lady, you got it. <laughs> Poopy has won too many challenges. Now it's time for that maxi challenge win. Right. Supreme tells them they are going to be playing the Snatch Game with special guests Samantha Hudson and Kiki Larache. Who are they, you ask? Well, Samantha Hudson is a drag internet celebrity in Spain known for the controversial song Maracón, which translates to faggot. And Kika Larache is also a drag queen and recording artist. Are you familiar with either of them? I was not, but uh, I'm here to learn. <laughs> yeah, they seem like cool people. <laughs> We're going to prep for the Snatch Game now. The queens get ready, and it's time to find out who everyone is doing. Carmen is still deciding who she'll be doing. Uh, she tells Davina perhaps Raquel Revolta because she's just like her. Again, don't know who she is. And because she's not going to be one of her characters, I didn't go research her. Davina reveals that she will be doing the Duchess of Alba, and Carmen is like, oh, shit. Killer said she was going to be doing the Duchess. I did, hate did, you, did you know who the Duchess was? No, but it's just like, I hate this fucking, it's so played out. Like, oh, my God. we're doing Every season game. now. Every season. It's almost like the show purposely cast people who have seen Smash Game characters just for this sound bit for the previews. Literally. It's time to battle for the Duchess. Killer says that she is one of the characters she was considering, but Carmen's like, Dovima wants her too. And you can feel there's a little bit of tension in the air. And Killer says that the Duchess is the character she has most prepared. Accent and hair is ready. Dovima's like, I literally don't have anyone else prepared. Right. Do you believe her or do you think that was a power play? I don't believe her because unless I thought usually it's to prepare multiple characters in your audition anyway. That's right. What I thought. But, right. Uh, so I think she was just playing there and really fighting to get that character. Yeah. Um, Poopy, who is wearing her wig at the time, says, do a tiebreaker. And Dovima's like, there's a reason why I'm called Doberman Dovima. She's going to do it. Everyone else, do what you want. She's doing the Duchess. Dovima is getting a really interesting edit this this episode. She's kind of kind of a bitch. She wanted to be the bitch of the season, and she's really making sure that happens. Um, I, I, I agree. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really think anyone's, like, super, super bitchy, but she's doing, I guess, the most of Yeah. Killer has a temper, but she's going to keep it in check. And then after Poopy drops something, the whole room jokes that they're all going to be doing the Duchess. And uh, that would cut be to Snatch. That would be so funny. But we're, we're cutting straight to Snatch Game. No walkthrough, nothing. 
it's yeah. just time to match a snatch. Um, I guess because the episode was so filled later, there wasn't time to do a walkthrough, and it yeah. really didn't really matter. Okay, so it's time for a snatch game, and in this iteration, we're not going to go through the entire challenge beat by beat. We're going to give a little bit more of an overview and more of a pop culture history lesson of the people because, well, Daddy was very lost. There, were, there was one person on that panel that I knew, and they were a painting. So... <laughs> <laughs> It was hard. Yeah. Um, as stated, we have Samantha Hudson looking like an 80s glam rock star with the heaviest lip liner I've ever seen on a man. Um, and Kiki LaRache looking like Pandora Box with pink hair. And <laughs> speaking of Pandora Box, who watched All Stars 6 last night or this morning or whenever it Wait, was? Ready? Oh, yeah. 3 a.m. What? Two, ep oh. two episodes. Oh, well, I'm planning on going to pieces and watching it tonight. I did not know it was on already. <laughs> yep, two episodes dropped. Wait, really? Yeah. What's happening? We lost I'm two so queens already. Yeah. I'm so confused. Okay, well, that's fun because I have no idea now if they're going to broadcast both today or just do one because then there'll be an episode. I don't know. They don't do both. Yeah. Well, I, ho hopefully they'll air both of both for you. I know a lot of places after they realize it was a two episode, they're like, uh, we're going to retool things. But yeah, there's two episodes and two untucks. Well, I, um, I work at a monster, but I started 11 PM. So I think I can maybe see both. Episodes. Yeah. That, that you should, you should be good. All right. Cool. All right. It, it is time to meet our stars and it's going to be a first meet for me and so many of us. So let's go through it. Carmen is playing Dakota, who is a Spanish reality star who competed on Hermano Mayor a.k.a. Big Brother. Um, from what I've discovered, she is just an angry, angry, nasty woman. Have you? Are you familiar with Dakota? Have you seen her before? No, but uh, that character description sounds like a lovely, fun thing to play, just being angry and nasty. <laughs> sounds yeah. really fun. Poopy is playing Karina, who is a Spanish singer who represented Spain in the 1971 Eurovision Song Contest. She clearly has a high-pitched angelic voice. Oh, yeah, I noticed that. That was interesting. <laughs> Bugasio is playing Gioconda, a.k.a. the Mona Lisa. Oh, my God, that beat. Bugasio did that. That paint was sensational. So funny. Beat, but, uh, she looks great. Yeah. Dovima, got it. She will be playing... Cayetana Fitz James Stewart, a.k.a. the 18th Duchess of Alba. Um, if you have not uh, seen the Duchess of Alba in video or anything, oh my God, what a strange human. <laughs> I need to look it up. I have not seen her. Um, that face is very... Um, yeah, it's, it's very... Is it giving uh, inbred? Because a lot of Spanish monarchy was very inbred and like looked like... Like that, like literally, it was like intellectually disabled, like that kind of. A thing. little bit, yeah. It, it's very, very, very possible. Yeah, a lot of the famous uh, kings and queens were inbred for sure. Yeah. Like, anyway, Arancha, Arancha is playing Belan Esteban, a Spanish television personality, and let's just see if um, the photos of her look like um, Arancha. Nope, nope, not at all. Uh, she's got a very droopy face now, so Arancha did not match current Belan. Killer Queen has decided to take on Isabel Diaz Ayuso. She is the president of the community of Madrid as a member of the People's Party, a.k.a. she is Trump of Spain. Yeah. No kidding. She's a mess. Um, she is chaos. And if you've seen any videos of her, 
she does do that slight twitch, and it's kind of funny. And finally, Sagittaria is playing Encarnita, one of three siblings who inherited a baptistry in Grana and was told that their mission was to care for it. This made headlines and was documented, and this persona became a viral video sensation. Um, Again, look it up. It is wild. Did you know any of them? No, that was one for how many? Eight, whatever. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, it was really interesting. And I, like, I appreciate that we're, they stuck to Spain because that's kind of the beauty of, of Drag Race España is they are unapologetically Spanish. They're not yeah. making this the Americanized version for us. They are doing it for them. And I kind of appreciate that. So we have this really, really odd music that kind of accompanies the writing. Um, how did you feel about that? And also, what did you think about the dry erase boards? About the what? The dry erase boards. They didn't have no cards to write on. They were writing on dry erase oh, boards. Um, the music, I, I didn't mind it. Uh, the dry erase boards. Um, I don't know if I like that or not. Yeah, because for me, it's like sometimes you can like rip it up or throw it. You can't do that with a dry erase board. Yeah. I'm sure there's ways you could like use that in a fun way too, but I would have to think yeah. about it. For Kika's question, Hugasio threw away the smile bit as an answer way too early. Obviously, as Mona Lisa, you're going to make that one of your answers, but making that the first one you do, there was just nowhere for Hugasio to go. Um, but when she did pan to the camera to do the Mona Lisa face, it was funny. It was. Um, I did not get Karina's hair implants in Turkey answer, but they all found it very funny. <laughs> for me this was killer's game to lose and she was on it she brought a pizza box with her um but nothing was in it and then went into a rant and it was kind of funny to see her flip on a dime she really really embraced this character um sagittaria really transformed herself and she just had fun because again just like aquaria you didn't think the the fashion queen would be funny yeah i love that i love when people are multi multifaceted like that who, who, if you were on Drag Race España, who would you do as your um, Snatch Game character? If it had, oh, if it has to be like a Spanish person? Yeah. Like, cause was, or someone or someone internationally known. Oh, because like my, my go-to like of all time that I would love to do on Snatch Game would be Mariah Carey. I think that'd be fucking brilliant. And I was so upset when she was done by What's Her Name on Canada and was a disgrace. I was like... Between that and that horrible fucking uh, season 11 Mariah Carey episode thing, I feel so bad for Mariah. Someone needs to do her right on Drag Race at some point because she's been doing yeah. far too much on this damn show. Yeah, Kiki won a Kai Kai. Uh, Kiara did uh, that terrible Mariah. Um, so you know what? No, it's going to take. Like, you could be like current Mariah where you're like zanned out and like drinking champagne. You could be old Mariah and be like whistle toning shit. Like, there's so much stuff you can do, but. I don't know. Exactly. Maybe maybe it's going to take Mariah being on the show for everyone oh, to be God. able to do Mariah. Their bu- well, notice how they their budget you know, has gotten a lot higher because those songs are expensive. And it took until All Stars 4 for Mariah Carey's song to be lip sync. So you know, they purchased that emotions finally because they didn't do any Mariah Carey until then. Like the whole, it's true. the whole show started. 
Yeah, I mean, when you get to watch um, All Star Six Episode One and you hear what that song choice is, you'll be like, Ooh. "Why?" Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah. All right. Choices. Anyway, one thing that was really uh, interesting was Poopy was interjecting the entire time and took so much focus, but it wasn't bad focus. She was just yeah. funny. I mean, listen, if you got, if you're able to like be funny and you know take focus i think that's a good strategy it's not like you're being if you're like not a funny person and just talking over somebody that's annoying to me but if you're really improving and like yes ending and uh what's it, elevating every everything like i love that you know why not? yeah she poopy was definitely on and you can tell she's experienced in this kind of game Arancha as Boleyn did a bit about being owed money, and it was quite funny if you knew who Boleyn is. But again, this is what she's best known for, and she threw it away with her first answer. You had nowhere to go, and it was... I know it's one of those improv games, and you have to go with it, but you got to prepare knowing you have to save certain things and, and really, really order it in a way. And Arancha just threw everything away too early. Um, and then we have Carmen interrupting after Novima's answer, and the two started bickering. Poopy jumps in, and I felt like we were about to enter season four romper room uh, fuckery. Oh, God. <laughs> I was very nervous for that. Then we get a question about Marie Kondo, and I was like, they have her in Spain? <laughs> Maria Kondo. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I've never watched the uh, Netflix special, um, mostly because I know I'd be very triggered because I can't touch something and then throw it away if I don't feel love for it. I love everything. Um, that's I'm not a hoarder, but that I was, might I be. Say, that would be a TLC show for you over there. <laughs> Listen, I'm not going on a TLC show. I have decided I will be um, applying to an MTV show. Okay, great. I'm going to apply to Ghosted. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Listen, I said it to my therapist yesterday. She did not shoot it down. She didn't necessarily support it, but she didn't say no. So I'm going to take that as a victory for me. I can go apply for it. <laughs> so Killers Isabel is bilingual. And if you, you know, know what that means, um, she was at the level um, that was slightly under Baga and Vivian's Trump and Thatcher. Um, but I feel like if they were to do like a season two of that terrible show that no one watched on WoW Presents, yeah. if they brought in Killer Queen's um, Isabel to it as like a cameo, she would fit in. I think she it would be a, a good crossover to bring her into it because she, she was pretty good as a politician. Speaking of WoW Presents show, I just saw that Priyanka has a new one with the game show or something. That looks yeah. fun. I yeah, Priyanka, um, she's, she, you know, she's a very good host. She's you know, there, I, nope. I've had some people mock her makeup, and I'm like, she's not the, she's not a makeup artist. She's a com- comedy queen, and she's very good at it. Right. Totally. No matter what Poopy said, they all laughed. Um, it's a shame that her runway will prevent her from winning the episode, but Poopy is funny. She's she she knows she's in her element. Then you got Hugasio, who is just absolutely bombing. Um, she does not know how to be funny, and absolutely knows it. Um, was this the wrong choice? We'll get into that later, but comedy's not for everybody, but you have to know, no matter what version of Drag Race you're going on, there's going to be a Snatch Game. You have to get ready for it. Like, when it comes to, like, all the, like, comedy and stuff, like, there are things you can do. Like, people think that comedy, just like dancing or singing, is something you're born with. 
um, you know, and just have or don't have. Like, no, you can go to a comedy class. You can, like, go to improv one-on-one. Mm-hmm. You can, like, do some basic shit before you go on the Absolutely. show. Absolutely. That's, like, that, I'm learning how to sell right now because I'm, like, I just, not even as a drag race, but I think just as a, as a self-sufficient queen, you want to be able to do as many things as yeah. you can. Um, you have to basically give yourself a drag race boot camp even right. before you apply to the show, just in case well, that phone call comes. Yeah, I agree. Because my, my policy is like, I mean, as a drag queen, like people always ask, oh, you want to be on drag race? I was like, well, yeah, eventually. But I, I still have so many things in New York I want to do. And I want to be big in New York City, which is, I think is uh, its own goal. But um, I think, uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, just being multifaceted. Oh, I had something in my, in my mind. Oh, my God. Being multifaceted is so important. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah, when it comes to Drag Race, when people ask me, do you want to be in Drag Race? I was like, yeah, but guess what? If I get on Drag Race, I want to win Drag Race. I'm not trying to get all that fucking wardrobe together and get eliminated second and waste all that damn money. So, right. yes, I'll find out when I'm ready, but I'm not ready yet because I need to be good at everything. <laughs> exactly. I wish more queens listened to that theory. Tell everyone. It, it's just, You have to be prepared. Right. So back to the game, when Dakota is woken up, it went to throwing things, and this is when more chaos ensued, and it just wasn't funny. And maybe if, if you knew the character, it could have been, but I think um, Carmen was just grasping for a moment, and she just didn't know how to find it. Yeah. Isabel copied the answer, got it right, and then had another prop of a cobble named Cobb Lee from a cobblestone street in Madrid, goes on a full political story, it was very funny. I think that was my favorite bit of the entire Snatch game. Again, I'm reading things off of the um, the subtitles, but it's still funny, just the way she performed it. So, Killer Queen, ep- excellent episode. Dovima's answers weren't funny, but her character was so over the top that she was pretty good. Yeah, I agree. Hagame, Belen... Spoke right to the camera, but again, good character. Arancha was just lacking the comedy of it. Um, Which is so sad because Arancha, I find, to be such a funny person naturally. Yeah. So it's sad. She and, and you can see that she was just going through the downfall of the episode where she's like, I, I, I'm, I'm gone. It's just not going to hold up. Yeah. And then finally, to deliver her answer, Sagittaria got up from the spot wearing god-awful slippers. That was the funniest part of her costume. Has anyone gotten up like that before and gave us like a full tour of the set? Have we ever seen someone really do that? I don't think so. Yeah. Well, I was thinking that a funny bit, but it might have been like the Mona Lisa being like a gag, whatever. Because she, she's a painting. No one knows what she has under. Exactly. You know, like, who knows? What is she wearing? Like fucking like a thong. <laughs> like, right. fucking- I mean, she. She did do the legs up bit, but there, it wasn't funny. There was nothing funny to it. Like, she could have made it a whole bit. But right. Snatch Game ends. No one wins. But at least the winner was not announced to be the uh, recent eliminated contestant like they did on Drag Race Down Under. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because Rue hated that Snatch Game so much. It's now Elimination Day. Thank God this part returned because we didn't get it that uh, last week. But... The girls now are walking in, chanting that they want to go to church. Yeah. <laughs> Why? I don't know, but it's funny. <laughs> it was funny. Jovim was like, no, I'm not doing this. Um, but no table talk. They're going straight to the mirrors. They're getting ready. Ugasio knows she's going to be going straight to the bottom. Did she consider other characters for Snatch Game? Um, she did. Sandro Ray, who is a medium. She would have had a little more leeway with the character. And she goes into a little bit of a monologue where she tells us 
Her brother, who is her biggest fan, wanted her to do Sandro Ray since he's funnier, but Hugasio wanted to do the visual because that is what Hugasio is. I don't know if you've seen Hugasio's Instagram um, with the Mona Lisa uh, um, photo. It's 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 excellent. Hugasio is such an artistic drag artist. It, it It's incredible. So I understand why she went that direction, but in a game of being the best, wasn't the best choice. The relationship between Hugasio and her brother is really sweet. Um, he gave her a charm that says, you're my hero. Um, so he's always with her. And we love a great sibling relationship. Do you have any siblings? Yeah, I have a twin brother. <laughs> yeah? Does he support your drag? He, uh, yeah, he's straight. So he's just, he's still trying to, I guess, get it. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, he's come to like one of my shows, which is my first show ever. So, you know, that was only the bottom of the barrel compared to now. But um, what's it called? I I, I hope he comes to another show so- sometime soon. I, I showed him some videos of All Stars 3 the other week, actually, to show him like what all makes like drag fun to me. And I showed him like the Kitty Girl performance, which I love so much. And he was like... Yeah because he was like this is so joyful i'm like yes that's why i love drag (laughs) do you have any plans to ever put him in drag no no No? (laughs) would would he be prettier than you um if i'm painting him i'll make sure i'm the pretty one no that's not fair (laughs) (laughs) well hey you never know maybe um when you're on drag race he'll be your uh, makeover challenge uh, person well, I mean, at least I know I have a skin tone already because we're, you know, we're twins. So That's imagine. true. That is true. So Hugasio shows a picture of the two of them and Killer is like, he's cute. And Hugasio is like, yeah, right. Let's sexualize my brother. Um, yeah. That happened to me once at Icon when my brother came to uh, the iconic win-in um, uh, yeah, I was like, no, please stay away from him. He, one, he's straight, and two, no, he's my brother. Stop. Yeah, that's weird. Just don't talk to me yeah. about it. Do whatever you want, but just don't tell me. <laughs> exactly. Um, but Hugasio's brother wrote a letter to Hugasio, and she reads the whole thing. It was really, really sweet. And this was one of those moments, edit-wise, where I was like, oh, my God, we're about to lose Hugasio, aren't we? Mm. And I think Hugasio believed that as well, because I think that's why Hugasio read the letter, because she's like, I'm going to be leaving. I need to have this moment. Yeah. As she's reading the letter, you have Poopy at her station, and then you cut to Dovima, who's rolling her eyes as all the other queens are like standing by Hugasio. Dovima really wanted this villain edit, and she's getting it all Mm -hmm. by rolling her eyes. I know sometimes like you don't want to participate in the group things, but sometimes you just got to suck it up and do it. That's true. Yeah. She says family drama is not for her. It's not her thing. She has a brother and her parents support her. So she's not going to participate in this. Mm-hmm. Carmen says that her family has always supported her too, but her mother is always worrying about her walking home at night. And that night implies many things like drugs and I, I can understand a lot of parents not understanding fully what nightlife is and, and the negative implications. Yeah. Um, but you know what? We have fun at nightlife. It's a party. Yeah, I love it. Ron just tells us in confessional that telling your family you do drag is a second coming out of the closet, but harder than the first one because you have to justify why you're wearing heels and dresses and makeup. She thinks yep. it's harder than actually coming out of the closet. Yep. How was it for you? 
Uh, yeah, totally. I think was, uh, I think I, I agree with her. It was hard. It's harder. I think coming out as a drag queen than uh, out of the closet, just regular, because like, I think you're more, well, it's just like later on in life usually. So you're like a little more self-aware and developed and, uh, um, I don't know. It's just like so much stress to go, to go through, like go through the experience one time that like, it really sucks having to have that same type of anxiety, but like even more so because like you're older now and like, yeah, I just, yeah, it, it sucks. It was hard, but um, my parents are cool with it. My dad at least was yeah. like still getting around to it. I think it's funny. My mom actually has gotten better as she's been got, gotten better with it as my, um, my look and makeup have improved because that way she doesn't have <laughs> a man in a, in a dress anymore, but like, I'm looking like the fantasy now. <laughs> so yeah. she like appreciates it more. What, like, was it any easier for you because you were a performer beforehand? Uh, uh, I don't think so. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it was. But mm -hmm. my, I mean, my performance background is in music. So there was not really, there wasn't as much overlap with what I was doing before with drag. And I used to That's be fair. scared. I thought that was so weird. And I won. That's amazing. There you go. Arancha hopes that this show will make people see drag as just another job. And Duvima wants people to see that it's not just a job, but it's an art form. And it's true. It is art. And that's why I think it is a kind of important. Yeah, you can be a drag king, a drag queen, whatever. But everyone is a drag artist. At the end of the day, you're creating art, whether it's funny, fashion, it's still art form. And I, I appreciate that. So I, I, I hope we continue to embrace drag artist as a term yep killer queen begs the audience though this is art please be nice to them yeah so there you go all right let's head over to the runway because there's a lot to discuss <laughs> supreme deluxe looks sensational in this stunning wet white feather gown embellished white blazer finally her gray hair makes sense with this look um yeah. i i, I I've been not a fan of the gray hair, but now I get it. I'm understanding just like some queens were blonde or brunette. She wears gray. Yeah, sure. Whatever you like. Joining Anna and the Javis, we have Bad Gial. Uh, Bad Gial is a Spanish recording artist and DJ. She is a pretty big superstar. So this is kind of a big deal to get her as a guest judge. Um, are you familiar with her work? I No, I'm not. I feel like so out of the loop this <laughs> but I have no idea who anyone is. It's it's really interesting because it, the way they kind of discussed her and just the way like her social media presence is, I kind of, she's like maybe like a step below in Spain of like an Ariana Grande. She's like actually a huge deal. Wow. Um, so good on them for getting her. But before we get to the ball, there is this uh, Supreme and panel banter, and we have a lot of discussion about threesomes. And I think my theory that the Javis and Supreme having a threesome has been confirmed, question mark. Um, but yes, Anna, it does depend on the bed size. Threesome in a queen or king size bed only. Full twin, not going to happen. It's too small, too small. So we're having a ball. So we're going to discuss each category on their own. Okay. Um, and we'll sprinkle in some of the judges' critique if they pertain to that um, specific look, or if it's based on the Snatch Game character, we'll throw it into the first one. But mm -hmm. category number one is Trashy Chick, and in honor, we are going to play Bad Girl or Junkie. You ready? Okay. 
All right, starting off with Carmen Ferrala. No designers listed. This bitch is trash, and I kind of love it. The pink is carried all the way through from the heels to the joggers to the feather bra to the lips. Her hair yeah. is up, but it's still a mess. And Carmen is walking with that cunty attitude. She's nailing this character perhaps a little bit too easily, but it was a, it was a fine look. I mean, this is going to be a hard category because I feel like a lot of the things were just pieces put together. Yeah. But it's about the attitude, and Carmen really nailed the attitude. Totally, and her body looks sickening. I'm jealous. Oh, like she she has such a good body. Yeah, it must be nice. Uh, the one thing I don't, I would love if uh, she did differently was I just have a really big pet peeve with wig lines that look like a freaking circle. <laughs> yeah. That root your hairline. Sorry, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ambrosi says her Snatch Game character, uh, she really grasped Dakota's spontaneity, but could have taken it further, which I fully agree. Oh. Um, this look, I think Carmen's always going to look good. Mm-hmm. Even though this is probably one of her weakest looks, I'm going to give her a bad girl. I'm going to be a bad girl, too. I think it's I think it's it's doing what it needs to do. <laughs> the audience, 68% bad girl, 32% junkie. Mm-hmm. Next up, Sagittaria, hair by Ruben Maramol. Skirt by Strange Couture, bra by Andrea Monster Clubwear. When she walked out, I was like, oh, hey, Violet Tchotchke. Um, yeah, she is certainly bringing you Amy Winehouse vibes with that mini bump, bouffant, and that yeah. leopard print. This is a bitch you don't want to mess with. And I think she put this look together well and really captured the trash with that gold accessories. I don't know why I find gold accessories to be trashy, but they are so trashy. Sure. <laughs> I think it's great. I love the color of this this mini skirt. Actually, it's beautiful color. Yeah, uh, with the strappy belt stuff, it's cool. Yeah, and props to you, Mama. Like that's a ten inch platform right there. Wow. <laughs> yes, it is. Good job. Cavo says thanks for bringing us the Baptistry sister. He loved it. He asked if she knew she was this funny. She had to come back for every question. I think Sagittarius again. She's another one who really just can't look bad, and even when she looks bad, it's on purpose. Like her uh, Snatch King character, Um, I enjoy this look. Not my favorite of her three, but I really enjoyed it. I'll give it a bad girl. Uh, It's a bad girl, and I just went to her Instagram, and I actually like it better here with this. Yeah, much more. Yeah, yeah. The audience: eighty-two percent bad girl, eighteen percent junkie. So they were a fan of this one. Yeah. Next up is Killer Queen. Logo shirt by Ruben Arabene. Coat by Pitt Manzaranes. For someone the judges want to see show themselves, Killer was like, I'm going to show you me. I'm a constant character. Yeah. Um, I have seen this girl walking the streets and she always totally. terrifies me. Totally. She really captured the essence of this character in her walk and the look. The magenta track pants, the magenta puffer coat with the matching extensions in her hair are yeah. so perfect. Marrying yep. the gold accessories into the look and the flask, something to keep your eye on. And those nails, those are not ass-wiping nails. Not at all. Not what did all. you think of the look? I thought it was great. I thought she sold it. And also, <laughs> my favorite part about this trashy look is the harsh black lip liner. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so bad. Well, Calvo <laughs> says she killed it on the catwalk. She showed the same woman through time. So spoiler, if you have got, we haven't gone there yet, but with Snatch Game, he said she knows where the comedy laid. She's about to lose it and kill you in one moment, looking like an angel right after. And Rosie calls her close to perfect. 
Anna says she found her spot in her identity. Bad Giel said she nailed her snatch game. I think this was a really fun look. Um, yeah. Bad girl for me. Bad girl for me too, yeah. Audience, 71% bad girl, 29% junkie. Oh boy. Harancha Castillo-La Mancha. Look by Diamante Mary Brown. In order for Arancha to do this character category, she turned Baby Spice into a bad girl, and I don't know if it served her well. I... She's not someone you'd consider toned, but she was unafraid to let her stomach show, so props for that. I think it's... overall the look was just too cutesy to nail this character category, but she is staying true to her pop style persona, and the thong reveal, the best part. I, like, at first, this category for me would be hard to pull off because I don't really aesthetically try to dress pedestrian because, like, my aesthetic's, like, right. you know, cosmic, so we don't, we don't really yeah. do jack pants on space. But um, I also just think this is, like, it needs to be elevated some way. It's not giving me drag right now. It's giving me, like, yeah. too I don't know what. I just need something more. I agree. I agree. Um, Bad Giel loved the thong moment. Ambrosia said she should have pushed Belen's character more. Anna says that Belen is tremendously popular and really theatrical and hard to improve the character herself. This look um, just didn't do it for me. I'm going to have to give her a junkie. Yeah, junkie as well. I just, yeah, I need more. The audience, 39% bad girl, 61% junkie. So they were not a fan either. All right, next we have Dovima Normie. Um, no designers listed. I certainly got hairdresser from this look. Again, those Frito nails are not good for butt wiping. Not at all. For me, the biggest issue was the cut of the dress is quite interesting and nasty works here, but later on when she tries this cut, it's not going to work. For me, the attitude is there, but I wish if she was going to wear breasts, she would have had a little more of a figure because if you take a look at her from the side, she's a board. She's very, very skinny. I agree. I think that... um that on top of wearing such a high heel makes you look just like a pole. And yeah. uh, I need some shape. Yeah. Breasts. There's just, there's no definition to her. Even the hair is a hot mess. It's just not working. Yeah. It's just like, it looks like, um... oh my God, it looks like those fucking <laughs> 90s child. Yeah, it looks like those fucking uh, weird uh, squishy balls that had the little spikes coming out of it from the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. the hell? Um, yeah. Poosh ball. Yeah, it's a choice. I don't know. What's yeah. it called? The Akush. That's right. Oh, wow. I've heard that in a minute. Yeah. Akush ball. <laughs> Ambrosi said she added the ideas and characters to her style. She really grasped it this week and took risks with the character by taking it to the extreme. I don't know if I agree with that. I'm going to give this look a junkie. Yeah, junkie for me, too. It's just not, not for me. The audience actually fairly liked it. 63% bad girl, 37% junkie. Okay, next we have Hugasio Crujente, look by Hugasio and Bert Cotto, earrings by Baby Bling. This is a departure for Hugasio. Her beat was, I think, the closest to Amy Winehouse, and I kind of love that, but I, the piercing yeah. above the lip was really cunt. I yeah. think this is a fun look to put together, and while it's not a walking art installation, Hugasio's ability to transform to fit the brief should be applauded. And I think yeah. the color story with the pinks and purples were a smart choice. Mm -hmm. But come on. Wedge shoes and that cell phone? Ill. So not, uh, 2000s. That's just, just fucking trash. And that was the assignment. So. Exactly. <laughs> so trashy. How did you feel? Um, 
not my favorite, but I liked it enough. I uh, do appreciate when someone that has such a really good eye for fashion can kind of just dumb it down. <laughs> so yeah, good for her. Absolutely. Bakiel said she really showed us her personality and she likes it because she's different. Her colors caught her eye and she is special. Ambrosi said the Snatch Game was a great idea, but the interpretation, the idea, and the intellectual concept can help you start out, but that's just the beginning. It was missing the journey. Anna says the image was great. Hugasio says she works better in silent movies. Funny. Yeah, this look, I think is not great, but it's good for what Hugasio was able to bring, so I'll give her a bad girl. I liked it too, bad girl for me. But like, soft bad girl, like... Mm. Yeah, yeah. The bad. audience, exactly in the middle, 50-50. Cool. And finally, in this category, we have Poopy Poison. No designers listed. Alright, here's my thing. There are wedge shoes, and there are sneakers with a platform. That is what Miss Poopy is wearing. No, no, you are wearing sneakers. You are a drag queen, wear heels. This yeah. was the most confusing look for me because compared to the others, this just felt like it was a different world. This Poopy in flat hair is not right. This is not it. No, I, I mean, I like the pride anarchy as a concept, but it didn't land the execution. Also, her boo popped out right with uh, no shame. <laughs> like, That's hilarious. Yeah. I just actually bought, uh, oh, it got delivered finally. Um, my first ever bra with built-in padding, so I don't ever have to worry oh. about falling out again. Because I do a dip, and sometimes that shit goes. I was doing a <laughs> holiday a few months ago, and I did, a, I did a drop. And then at the end of my number, she's like, hey, you dropped this. and gives me one of my booze back. It's like, <laughs> That's drag. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. And Rosie yeah, says that. Also, like, at least in this picture, the tights aren't matching. It's, it's good tone. It's so terrible. The boob is like lopsided. The shoes are a choice. The only thing I do like is the the lining. I wish that everything else was different, but I do like that rainbow lining inside. That's cute. Yeah, I mean, because it it was, I guess, quote unquote, a reveal that she then had like all the rainbow flags and everything to be part of the character. But yeah, I don't know. It didn't really work for me. But Ambrosi says she has the it factor like the stars. She makes you feel at peace when you look at her. As the audience, you see her work and know it's going to be all right. She is a professional who's not com complicating things. Anna says she makes it look easy with telling stories and connecting to the audience. Yes, she is a very amicable, fun, accessible drag queen. But fashion, not a chance. Junkie all the way. Yeah, not for me. Not it. Audience was 26% bad girl, 74% junkie. Yeah. All right, you ready for category two? I am. Category is aggressive executive. In uh, honor, we will play billionaire CEO or unpaid intern. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. Great. All right, Carmen Ferrara, look by Carmen. This is one of my favorite things I've ever seen in this type of category. The hair is tight. It is laid perfectly. I love how perfect it looks on her. The fit of the suit is sexy and still manages to come off as quite sophisticated. We've yeah. seen many stone the pinstriping, but she did the piping instead, and it really made it pop. It does. Also, those legs are perfection. I was going to say, that's like a new thing I'm seeing really a lot now, is a lot of the girls are just doing bare shaved legs. Couldn't be me, but uh, I think that that's great. <laughs> yeah, she is... Just a stunning human being. Yeah, great body. Good for you, girl. 
Bad Gail loved her looks, especially the executive one. It was really inspiring and loved the ponytail. Yeah, I, I, I think this was a knockout. Um, a billionaire CEO for me. Yeah, amazing. I love it. The audience was 88% billionaire CEO, 12% unpaid intern. <laughs> Next oh. up, Sagittaria. Hair by Wigs by Angelina. Look by Javier Navas Catalan. This is hot, too. Um, again, the hair is perfect yeah, and the blonde. Yeah. It really was smart. Right yeah, right? It's a smart, youthful, yet sophisticated option for, for Sagittaria. I yeah. do think it was smart to go with a beige tweed cape and skirt because it's not the obvious option. Right. And the attitude she brings um, and how she just takes the sunglasses off, she's a strong character on the runway. But it's the butt. Perhaps it wasn't in the brief, but... She has a mighty fine booty, and they all say that ass is magnificent. Yeah. That was that was a good surprising reveal at the end. Yeah. Well, if you got it, why not, right? Yeah. How did you feel about this look? I really like it. Um, I don't – I'm not obsessed with this fabric choice. It's a little too, like, burlap to me, but um, I mm -hmm. do appreciate – I love this. I think every time you see a silhouette with, like, the, the cape lip, that screams bad. Yeah. It screams bad. Absolutely. I love it. What would you do for this runway? What, what's the Lyra version? Um, I would definitely probably do something with like a cape lip moment. Um, I would do something probably dark because I think I'm always trying to think of like how I make something like seem a little more cosmic and stuff. So like I would do dark mm -hmm. with maybe like purpleys and blues uh, accenting. But I do love this like uh, this skirt moment. I love... Hmm. Oh, you know what I really would love to do? It's like something right here with this like cape, but like something like a big old pussy bow or something like this would be like yeah. the, uh, the main feature right here. Um, love that. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. I like it. Yeah, that'd be cute. Bad Gail, again, love the executive hair. She's obsessed with ponytails. Um, I think this look was so good. Um, billionaire CEO for me. Yeah, billionaire CEO, yes. The audience, 97% billionaire CEO, 3% unpaid intern. Great. They Next up, it. yeah, they loved it. Killer Queen, look by Matthias Zanotti. So Killer Queen ha heard ball and three runways and said, I'm going to give you a story. And she did that. Her trashy chick is now an executive with a flask and the nails. Yeah. I love the pink cheetah print. It's so trashy to continue the storyline. But yeah. the fit of the blazer with a fur collar, that's where it fit this brief pleather yeah. skirt is so trashy yet again it's the piece that fits the brief and the styling makes the character um right. again this is not glamour but it works for what killer was trying to do right i love it i think um i'm sorry my, my face has been down this whole time because i'm looking <laughs> you're fine um, but um I, what i like about this is that it, it's giving me drag because it's like elevating yeah uh, a simple silhouette in ways that are costumey, right? So, like, take the wristband and, like, make them huge, or the, the, the cuff on the wrist, make it huge, make the collar big, cinch that wasted, and, like, flare it out. Like, it just gives me, like, take a regular kind of, like, woman look and then elevate. Like, as opposed to, like, Sagittaria, who's, like, wearing literally what a woman would wear, which is yeah. great with that fashion queen, but, like, this is giving me campy drag. I love it. Very fun. Very yeah, I, I completely agree. Like, if she was sitting in a boardroom and said, I own 90% of this company, I would believe her. I would then right. believe her if she um, belched right after that saying that. But 
Th- th- <laughs> this was a good look because there's a character, there's a story. I will give it a billionaire CEO. I agree. Billionaire CEO, yes. Audience either didn't watch the episode or didn't resonate with it. They were 42% billionaire CEO, 58% unpaid intern. Oh, I was into this. All right. Do you? Next up, Arancha Castilla Mancha. Hair by Gaba Hair. Look by Paradeo uh, Paradise. Listen, Arancha was never going to bring you high fashion, polished looks. She is a campy queen, and she knows that is what she's going to serve once again. I don't know what it is about this cast and stuffed animals, but they need to stop because it ruins everything. I think the hair is cute and worse with the executive via Arancha. She is going to bring you Legally Blonde, but the elements that make up this look are so basic. I'm stuck. I'm very, very stuck because for her, this works. For overall picture of all seven contestants, it's terrible. I I think that uh, I honestly don't hate the look, but I don't think it fit the assignment. I don't get executive. I get like, you know, like just- Unpaid intern. Yeah, it's just me like, girl first day at the goddamn job doesn't even know where the bathroom is like she's just yeah like, yeah that's not giving me like bad bitch i own this company it's it's too like too simple to, or like too young and it's, i don't know it's too cutesy it's v- way yeah. too cutesy yeah um i'm gonna give it an unpaid intern because it just didn't fully work but it worked I, for her and that still doesn't work <laughs> yeah totally yeah. audience 12% billionaire CEO, 88% unpaid intern. Not feeling her. Yeah. All right. Dovima Nermi. No designers listed. It's a trend. Dovima is just not updating her Instagram. Yeah. I have a major problem with how short this blazer is because we are seeing that shirt hang out and the cooch wide open. I think yeah, she I'll- took the word ag- aggressive and said vampire. And you see it with the teeth and those devilish curls on her forehead. Yeah. The story here, though. Um, this is giving me drunk executive at the Christmas party after hours. Yeah. When she lost the bottom half of her outfit and she's just about to, like, fuck some poor intern. Um, I yeah. Do, I do love those shoes, though. I love a detailed heel like that. That's gorge. Yeah, um, so let's discuss it. So, obviously, yeah. the jacket we learned uh, uh, from the runway is uh, Mugar. But those yeah. heels are literally YSL. They are literally Yves Saint Laurent because it says YSL on yes, the heel. Fierce. Come money. on. How, 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 how does she have that money to buy those? Who's her sugar daddy? Right. Must be nice. The letters are literally on the heel. Um, yeah, I love it. Um, that being said, she has style. She can give you fashion. I still don't like it. Yeah, I actually, I like it. What I don't like, though, the one thing I wish that the trim on the blazer was a different color just because it matches the tights so much. So it kind of like it could have been such a fun color pop if it was like a different color. I agree. It's just it, it she literally had Mugler jacket and was like, I'm done. That That's all I needed. Yeah, that I'm going to give it pencil skirt or something. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm going to give it an unpaid intern. I'm not a fan. I, I actually kind of like it enough that I'm going to give it a soft uh, executive, but I, it's a soft one. Yeah, so the audience would agree with you. 61% billionaire CEO, 39% unpaid intern. Okay. Next up, we got Hugasio Crujente. Look by Hugasio and oh, Modestia. Hair what? by Caligari Wigs. Welcome to Shark Tank. <laughs> 
I think this is a really innovative approach. Very smart for Hugasio. I just wish it was a bit more elevated compared to her other looks. There, on its own, looks really cool because you have the shoulder pads giving you shark fins. The hair is a fin. Mm-hmm. And then you have fins on other places. And you're like, why are there so many fins? But the two blues work well together. And uh, the color story is okay. But I need it elevated, you know? I actually really, really love this. I just don't like the hair for me. But I also do appreciate that... Um, I just was looking back at the other girls. She really transformed that makeup. And I don't know how much time they have between looks, but that is quite a different beat. Right? That That's the thing that, um, why I feel like this episode in general would have been so stressful because they had the reading challenge, fine. Then you're going to do another comedy challenge with um, Snatch Game, which is a specific look. Then you're yeah. adding three more looks on top of that. Yeah. Probably mm-hmm. in a two-day filming span. I don't know how you do it. I like... Oh my god, that would be so stressful. (laughs) Yeah, this was a lot. Um, But no, I think what Hugasio does, even though I would love it to be more elevated, give me sparkle, give me shine, whatever, it's like the detailing and like the briefcase where you have the shark bite out of it. It's so smart and attentive. I think I would have eliminated the mini fins on the pants because they did look a little cheap just the way they flapped around. But she's just, her perspective on drag is just unmatched. I, I, I appreciate that, everything that, she's that, giving that, us. That, really? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I love this, even though I want to critique it because that's what you do when you have someone who's such a high caliber artist. Yeah. I'll give it a billionaire CEO. Definitely billionaire CEO. Yep. Audience agreed. 74% billionaire CEO, 26% unpaid intern. And finally, Poopy Poison. Um, so this oh, is Poopy going to the Eagle right after work. Girl. I don't get this. I I, I don't get I, it. I don't entiendo. Yeah, I just like, what is happening? This is like too many things going on right now. Like Again, why are we pantless and have an ill-fitted blazer? Um, like, like, obviously. Yeah, yeah go ahead. Yeah, the, the reveal is obviously a play with leather, but it's just not styled well. And like that leather hat is strange because it's just straps. It's not even a full leather hat. It's just too much going on. I see lace. I see a corset. I see like the the fucking um, the the harnessy type stuff on the neck. The hat is a thing. That jacket is a completely different storyline. And then the the shoes are also a different storyline. Like they're yeah. all different things. I just don't understand what all is going on yeah Yeah, um not working for me sorry poopy i love you but unpaid intern can't can't get behind this one i'm so glad you did well in the challenge because yeah this is not it yeah um audience 13 percent billionaire ceo 87 percent unpaid intern not working (laughs) well now we have our last category category is marbel marbea jet set have you ever been there have you So is that for fancy people? Is that where the fancy people go? Marbella is like kind of like uh, the Hamptons of Spain, maybe. That's a good. Uh, okay, so it, it it is is the fancy people place. Yeah, yeah. So in honor of this one, I I'm kind of proud of this one. Please don't make fun of me. You promise you won't make fun of me. Okay, promise. <laughs> okay, in honor, we are going to play fun in the sun, or rain in Spain. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, sure. Okay, 
theater people, I just gave you a My Fair Lady reference. You are welcome. I was waiting all season to make this reference. So thank you. I had to. I'm sorry. Um, if the song Rain in Spain is now stuck in your head, I apologize. Carmen Ferrala, no designers listed. She looks very expensive. I love seeing her in blonde, but I think she should stick to brunette. It is the better color for her skin tone. But yeah. that being said, the tan is sprayed, and that color is a choice that only Donald Trump could love. Um, totally. The pink is a good uh, choice for the ensemble, but it does start to get a little too close hue-wise to the tan. She is yeah. able to play up the spoof of an expensive traveler while still looking hot. Um, but again, this was just an e this is an easy runway for Carmen. I mean, I like it. Um, I like the details. This fucking cute yeah. little martini glass moment is nice. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, overall, I'm I'm into it. I love this look. I mean, I would love to wear this. It's really pretty. Yeah. Anna loved her looks and how her hair bounced because her hair, because that, that, that bitch only wears human hair. So it, what, what, it's going to bounce. Yeah. Um, I, I really like this. So I will give it a fun in the sun. Yeah, me too. Fun in the sun. It's great. Audience agreed. 94% fun in the sun, 6% rain in Spain. Next up, we got Sagittaria. No designers listed. She looks stunning. This ball was a smash for her. Yeah. I love the dress and how it fits. The hair is beautiful with just the most gentle of curls. Yeah. But I wish she would have had a prop to help make the story of Jet Set make a little bit more sense because this just looks like she was just a beautiful model on a runway. It's like a pageant moment. Or not, not yeah. It's like a model, yeah. This is her time to keep pushing. And while this is safe, she is a strong contender with her runways. She is a very, very good look queen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can see her I mode. love the color. Yeah. Yeah. Great. For color. me, lovely pattern. Yeah. Good choice. I, I'll, I'll give it a fun in the sun. I like it. Me too. Fun in the sun. Audience 76% fun in the sun, 24% rain in Spain. Mm -hmm. Killer Queen, no designers listed, but she is completing her story. She's got the pink, she's got the flask, and this wraps up our character. Um, pink and gold are such a strong color combo. She's really delivering what camp is. And I imagine what like the real housewives of Barcelona would wear on a trip to Marbella. Mm -hmm. um, she yeah. is in her wheelhouse. I think, again, we're going camp here, but that hairline is hilarious. Oh, it's was, so bad. I was going to say that hairline is just, it's, what is that? It's so funny. It's, it's a choice. It's obviously a choice for comedy. Um, yeah. It's so far back. Yep. Yep. It's like on her fucking cranium, like all the way up. <laughs> Yeah, um, but you have to give Killer Queen credit because there are not many drag queens on Drag Race who, when they are given a ball assignment, will give you three looks that are part of a collection. And that's sure. what I appreciate about it here. Yeah. Um, it's not the best look, but it still works. So I will give her a fun in the sun. Yeah, I'll give a fun in the sun too. Not my audience. Fifth, yeah, audience 58% fun in the sun, 42% rain in Spain. Arancha Castilla-La Mancha, look by Nana Vera Couture. Um, she's a little bit pink from the sun. Um, that's kind of how I look sometimes when I go to the beach. <laughs> I think this certainly is a beach attire. It fits her persona. Um, the giant sleeves are magnificent. The, the pants are flared well. Yeah, like it just needs to be enhanced. Give me more bling. Give me more glitz. Give me more glamour. 
Um, yeah, I'm gonna need like a different hair. It's very simple. And I also think the, I don't know, maybe she's going for this on purpose, but I just don't like the beat. I really just. It, it should, I think it is, it, she is going on purpose for mocking, yeah. like, um, you know, taking the sunglasses off and you have the tan line. Yeah, I just, I don't know, something, I just, maybe, maybe it's like a chin, I don't know, something, I need more contour in the face. I just need something, it's, it's not giving me Wamana enough. And I'm just like, I miss, I need more drag. <laughs> But, That's uh, fair. So, rain in Spain, fun in the sun. Where are you going? I think it's going to be fun in the sun still because I like the whole overall outfit. I agree. I think this is of her three looks her best, Definitely. which is not saying a lot. Yeah. So I'll give her fun in the sun. Audience, forty-seven percent fun in the sun, fifty-three percent rain in Spain. Jovima Narmi, no designers listed. Um, this was. I hate this because of the teeth. I don't know what she was going for here. If it's a reference, it's lost on me. This for me looks very formal for an 80s party, and it felt I was gonna say it's like 80s prom. Like, what's the hell? Yeah, it mean it needed to have more fun. The hair is permed and atrocious. Oh god. I am gonna get hate here, but I know we have a lot of queens who have tattoos and don't cover them up. This is an instance where she's delivering a certain character that the chest tattoo is distracting. Yeah, um, what's her name? Vanjie does a lot of like cover. You can you can do like she cover. barely covered up. She put glitter on it and said, "Look, you can't see it," even though it brings more attention to it. Yeah, but you can but, definitely find ways. You just full coverage makeup. You know, you can make it. Yeah, happen. just not. I'm not saying for every look. This look specifically because she's playing a certain character. It, yeah. it it didn't work for me. So, if you are a tattooed queen who's going to send me hate, I appreciate you. I'm just saying for this particular look. But like yeah, it. I didn't understand how this look fit the prompt. No. Yeah. Anna says with that dress and another wig, she'd be even cuter. But it's not about that today. It's about portraying a character. I'm going to give it a rain in Spain. For me, it didn't work. Rain in Spain as well. Yikes. Yeah. Just Audience, great. 61% fun in the sun, 39% rain in the rain in Spain. All right. Hugasio Crujente, look by Hugasio and Alvaro Coque. Hair by Caligari Wigs. This is so incredibly basic for Hugasio, but it fills the brief. I love that she went with yellow because it really helps that red skin pop. Again, I want a little more sparkle, a little more pizzazz on this look, but it's the shape and the headdress that really nailed the brief. And that yeah. sunglass tan line is wild. Yeah. But it's fun seeing Hugasio bring a character to the stage because it's not an art installation. Yeah. I think it's cute. Also, I is love this the- something you would wear? Uh, fuck yeah, I love the silhouette. Um, yeah, it's- with with headdress and head wrap and everything. Uh, uh, yeah, just different. I wouldn't do the yellow. I would do a different color, probably purple. But yeah, um, if you do purple, you and Hugasio can go out together because purple and yellow complement each other. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> great. The next drag duo. Lyra oh. and Hugasio. <laughs> Fun. I think it's cute. I, I yeah, it's it. cute. She did. She's she does a lot of the looks herself. Um, yeah, I just wanted a little more drag to it, a little more sparkle. Give, put a rhinestone on it. I feel like a lot of girls nowadays don't like sparkle and rhinestone. Like I will forever love rhinestones, and I stone a lot of my shit. Like I'm into that. Yeah. A lot of girls don't like that anymore. I'm like, why? I don't get it's it. time consuming and expensive. Well, yeah. I like this look. I'll give it a fun in the sun. 
Fun in the sun, yep. I like Audience, 75% Fun in the Sun, 25% Rain in Spain. And finally, to round out the ball, it's Poopy Poison. No designers listed. So she starts out with a very fun and basic look, and then she's like, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. I'm into wearing a fucking beautiful caftan. Yeah. I love that fade from white to red, and the way it just sits makes her look like she's just soaring. I love that. The gold embellishment is perfect to really make this look expensive. The hair is my biggest problem because, it, again, it looks like it is so far back on her head. She kind of looks like Dunice from SNL. I'm also clocking the fact that she's not wearing any earrings, question mark. Okay, well, that's a choice. It's, I think uh, it's because she had the turban on and it would have they would have fallen uh, off with the reveal. Um, but the hairline is my only issue, but I think that was a comedic decision. But I think this the, the garment itself was really stunning. No, I love it. It's great. I would totally wear this too. Very nice. Cabo says he lives for someone who shows up on the catwalk dressed as a woman, removes her clothes, and turns into a rappel, which I guess is fortune teller. Yeah, I guess so. I will give a, a fun in the sun. I think this was, of her three looks, the best one. <laughs> yep, totally. Audience, 68% fun in the sun, 32% rain in Spain. All right, we got through them. We did it. <laughs> Woo. We have a decision from Supreme. Dovima is safe, leaving all the rest as tops and bottoms, or best and worst, as they say on this show. Right. We're going to move into Untucked Junior a little bit, where I love that they showed us Dovima alone, because not only was it so awkward and uncomfortable, she looked bored. Yikes. <laughs> she was the only queen you could have put there to be alone that would have given you no content and guess what she did she gave you no content <laughs> um but the girls come back congratulate dovima on being safe she's got nothing to say she doesn't care she's safe mm-hmm. sagittarius says that dovima should be on top arancha says her duchess was great and she was having a hard time keeping a straight face killer queen compliments her on stepping out of her comfort zone sure we like to see that Bugasio thinks that Mona Lisa signed her death warrant, but Poopy says her looks might save her. Okay. Arancha thinks it's her and Hugasio in the bottom. Mm. We then move to Poopy, still in character as a fortune teller, reading the unicorn and says, Dovima is safe. Okay, that was funny. I love that Poopy, no matter what the situation is, can make light of anything. Mm-hmm. Are you, yeah. would you be that kind of person in like an untucked room that you can like make the tension go away yeah I'm, I'm actually like I, I feel like I'm pretty good at that um, yeah I think it's important just not to take life too seriously so uh, yeah absolutely yeah, I could see that Carmen who I don't know if she's going for the soundbite or sympathy is convinced she's going to be lip syncing but the girls are like no you're not she thinks her weakness is comedy and that's where she's failing. Mm. She also takes this opportunity to say that the others think they're funny, but they're not. Carmen, if there's a shady contest, you are the champion here. When it gets to the point to see who they think will win, Poopy and Sagittarius point to each other and maybe one person said Killer Queen? I know we've had moments in Untucked where everyone is off on what the final results are. Do they just not respect Killer Queen and see her as a competitor? I don't know. 
I mean, she did doesn't want to say, yeah, Poopy doesn't want to say she's winning, but she thinks she's going to be win- winning. Carmen agrees. But yeah, no compliments for Killer Queen, which I think is going to be very interesting when we enter the workroom next week for episode five. And everyone's like, congratulations, you might not have deserved it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we're going to return to the runway. It's time for decisions. Killer Queen is the winner. Did she win nothing? Because she didn't get a prize. I don't know. That's um, <laughs> I hope she won something. Even, even just a cash prize. Give her something. Yeah. Sagittaria, Poopy, and Carmen are safe, leaving Orancha and Hugasio as the bottom two. How do you feel with those results? I agree. Yeah. Uh, definitely. <laughs> what was the other one again? Hugasio. Yeah, their snatch game was just not it. Even though the looks. Do you good. think Killer Queen was the right full winner of the episode? Uh, yeah, that's, I'm fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. with her in the room, the song they will be lip syncing to is "Pussy" by Bad Gyal. Um, she's ready to see the potential they have to bring the song to life. Right. Um, this is such a badass song. Um, but I'm going to tell you right now, they are not wearing the right attire for this number. But that's just the way the cookie crumbles. If they gave you the nasty girl um, runway first, the song would have felt a little more right. But with yeah. with what the two of them were wearing, with literally both of them with those terrible sunglass uh, tan lines, not yeah. the right song for a song called "Pussy." <laughs> Hugasio is giving you attitude to that auto tune because that song is incredibly auto tune. Mm-hmm. While Arancha is just kind of swaying and pushing her hair out of her face. You're not a queen that wears straight hair that will get in your face during a performance. But why do queens do that? Um, yeah, I only have like one really long straight wig and I only wear it sometimes for certain things. But I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, if you're going to wear it, that, it has to be human, first of all, because that way it won't tangle. Right. Um, and like spray it down and like pinned in the right way so it's not going to in your face because that's the most awkward thing just like blowing <laughs> hair out of your face while you're trying to lip sync yeah i don't know i don't know i mean some queens like it aesthetically you know but it's just uh yeah yeah, yeah no I, I think because of her aesthetic that's what arancha does it's just right. she's not at the level of like you know carmen who's going to actually give you human hair and could lip sync in human hair right. but th- this song is a club song and neither queen really brought it to that level um but for me, I think the statistics are the sole reason for the decision, but Hugasio is safe and Orancha will leave us. Um, how did you feel about that result? I mean, I thought it was the right result, but I, I am sad because Arancha was a really fun uh, person in the confessional, and I think she was a funny and charismatic performer overall. So we'll miss I her. agree. She, she, she is really uh, um, a well-rounded, campy queen. Um, as she as she writes her mirror message, she says, "Miley Cyrus, if you're watching, call her." Mm-hmm. I hope she does call her. I mean, the yeah. chances of Miley watching Drag Race España probably are a little lower than her watching like regular Drag Race, but yeah. she loves drag queens, so maybe this the, the collaboration would be amazing to see the yeah. two of them. Yeah. Um, but we also find out in this moment that Arancha was kind of mentally checking out of the competition and felt like it was her time to go. Mm-hmm. I don't know how this show really mentally drains an artist, but I, I can imagine if you are seeing the writing on the walls, how you can give up. And I feel like Arancha saw it coming. Mm. She just isn't at the level as the other six. 
Yeah, I mean, she yeah, she still got she's got to cook more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But as she walks out of the run room workroom, our runs, she knocks things off tables, and it was quite funny. But mm-hmm. I'm gonna ask you some burning questions to wrap it up. You ready? Yeah. As it. always, what is Arancha's legacy, and will that laugh she has ever leave our heads? Oh my God, I love her laugh. Um, no, it will not. Um, her legacy, I think, is just being a likable queen that people are excited to see more from. She reminds yeah. me kind of like uh, Blue Hydrangea because like on the show, she uh, uh, was like, you could tell she was still like cooking, still baking, but, like had a lot of potential and was still likable, but just wasn't all the way there yet. And Blue Hydrangea uh, outside of Drag Race UK now is like blowing me away with what she does with her artistry. Um, I think Arancha is, won't be a, like a makeup artist like that, but I think has a lot of uh, other stuff to to uh, give, and I can't wait to see what she does. I agree, and I think what Arancha is able to do because I watch obviously some social media as I prepare for the episodes. Um, she is very much able to give you content, and I think yeah. that's what's going to be able to set her apart. Maybe she's not going to go on a tour with all the other Drag Race queens, but she's going to give you content that's going to be funny, and yeah. it's it's. It's one of those things where I think she knows she's a Spanish queen, but she gives you a lot of content in English. So she knows where the crossover is. So I appreciate it from her. I think she is a businesswoman and I wish her all the luck because she was very entertaining. Mm -hmm. Do you think we'll ever find out the results of the jury votes each week? I'm dying to know if they are unanimous or if there are discrepancies when the, the judges vote each week. I don't think we'll find out, but I do think that there's definitely discrepancies. Yeah. I, I would love to know who's voting for who. Um, yeah. Like, how many times is it like a 2-2 vote and Supreme is the one breaking the vote? I don't know. Yeah. I just kind of love it. Um, we have an acting challenge next week. Is it Poopy's time to win? And who I- is in danger? And why is it Dovima? Right. Um... I think it's Poopy's time to win. Hopefully, she. I mean, she's got. She's been, she's working towards it. I think. Yeah, I, I I think Poopy. Just the way they've been editing it, where she didn't win, she's not winning, she's not winning. I think this is going to be the challenge that gets her a win, especially yeah. based because I guess they're doing some sort of like school um, scene, and she's playing like a teacher or principal. It feels like it's going to be right for her. And Jovima, I just I think she's done, but she hasn't given us the tea about her and Sagittarius yet. So she can't leave until she tells us what happened between the two of them and that boyfriend. So I ask it every show, every season. After four episodes, the winner is. Uh, shit. This um, is hard. It's hard. I think it's going to be Sagittaria. Okay. I, I think it's a three person race right now between Carmen, Sagittaria, and Poopy. Mm-hmm. Um, if Poopy is able to net a victory, um, if yeah. she's not, then I think it will go to Carmen or Sagittaria. Sagittaria being the one that could cross over to mainstream drag a little more. But that's what is exciting about this season for me is you have such strong queens who are all different. Yeah. They all have a chance. And right. we don't necessarily get that on all the iterations of Drag Race anymore. So. That's exciting. If, if if the listeners, if you're just listening to the recaps, go watch the show. It is really, really worth it. Mm-hmm. Great. Well, Lyra, this is time for you to plug yourself. Where can we find you on social media, on Venmo, 
And if, I don't know, you have any projects you're um, raising money for. Oh, hey now. Um, so you can find me on Instagram at it's Lyra Vega. That's uh, spelled I-T-S-L-Y-R-A-V-E-G-A. And um, I'm very streamlined, so that's also my Venmo. So you can also just tip me if you get lost. And uh, I'm also on TikTok at The Drag Pianist. That's spelled how it sounds, The Drag Pianist. And uh, I'm also working on an original uh, album of Bates songs right now. So you can find my GoFundMe in my Instagram bio because I am raising money because music is expensive as fuck. <laughs> it's true. Now, for the listeners, is there a deadline and it, do you have to reach your goal in order for you to get funded? So there's no... GoFundMe doesn't have a specific like end date where I like if I don't make my goal, it's all okay. done. Withdraw as I go. But my personal deadline for myself is by the fall to be uh, reaching my goal. So my goal is eight thousand dollars right now. I'm at like twenty five hundred, I think. Um, so I'm I'm hoping that by September, that's more than achievable. So yeah, if you awesome. Listeners, throw throw some money. I'm going to. Yeah. Lyra's an incredible artist. You really want to support her. She's going, she's going places. Yeah, and you want, and just follow me on Instagram to find out all of my shows. I have a, an ongoing list in my bio of things that I'm doing. Um, I'll be in the West Village for the next foreseeable future working at Marie's Crisis Monster, Stonewall, and Duplex. So you can just bop around and find which nights I'm at what place, and I'll be around. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Of course, always. The biggest thanks to Lyra for coming on. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, and leave us a review while you're there. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. 